welcome back. You guys are listening to Pucker Up. This is CMU's beauty, health, and fashion podcast. I'm Gigi Padilla. I'm a lead copywriter here at CM Life. And I'm Sarah Bebuck, broadcasting and cinematic arts students here at CMU. And you can listen to us every Tuesday. Me and Sarah just want to say thank you because you guys made us CM Life's number one podcast. And we are super excited and thankful about that. Thank you so much. So let's get into today. Today we're going to talk about some new makeup that has just dropped that both me and Sarah are super excited about. I think Jeffree Star, everybody knows I love Jeffree Star, and he has just launched Lip Liners and Supreme Frost. Now, his lip liners are adorable. They I are. I love packaging, and I think they look like wands. I feel like that's what mm-hmm. they look like to me, and I think he said something like that on his YouTube videos, but they're just so pretty. It's like something that you'd literally like take out of like a happy meal. Like like I feel like it's like a looks like a toy and it's just adorable. Yeah, they look very delicate and dainty, but also they don't look fragile. They it looks fun. It looks fun and it mac- and it matches the rest of his packaging designs. Yeah, I think he does a really good thing about keeping his packaging consistent. Like if you see a Jeffree Star you know it's item, his. it's his. Yeah. It's like baby pink, hot pink or whatever, or even just has his Jeffree Star logo. It's always very apparent. And they're always on fitting, on theme. You're never he releases something and you immediately go, Oh, yep, that's a Jeffree Star product. Definitely. I know he just um also launched in the same video he talked about his um Supreme Frost highlighters. So what was like I guess I don't know. I feel like he's already launched a lot of highlighters, so I don't really see the point of this next one, which I think he and himself like knows. He's like, oh, like I was going to wait to like launch it. But it's like he's like, it's done. So here it is. Honestly, um, to me, the new Supreme Frost highlighters, they look almost better to me than because I was excited when he released the skin frost and they looked nice. But I know I remember when they first came out, there were a lot of like horror stories about it getting cracked in the packaging and mm-hmm. them arriving broken. And I think. Because he definitely redesigned the packaging. Yeah, so for it. that must be what it is too. It must be a different because he did say it's a different bake. So it's like it's not a powder highlighter, which I like powder highlighters. I'm not really a big fan of liquid highlighters, but he says this is almost like a gel. Ooh, like it's yeah. So I was like, I'm really interested. and I'm really curious to actually try it and maybe like buy it like when I have money. Um, but definitely like I'm really excited to try it and like buy it when I have money. So I think. Like, when he put it on his skin, it did look, like, wet. Looked wet. It did. It looked, like, dewy. Yeah, so it looked really cool, and I was really excited about it. But then again, I'm like, if I really don't like liquid highlighters, I don't know how much I'm going to actually get from a gel-type highlighter. You know, I use um, cream eyeshadows as a highlighter, mm-hmm. and I, I actually really like them. But it does give you a different look. Um, For me, powder highlighters are more chalky. Almost chalky looking. Yeah. They're very, not dry, but your skin has to be ready for it, which I mean is something that as a person with dry skin doesn't always work too well for me. But the liquid highlighters, or I never use the liquid highlighter, but the cream highlighter for me almost like glows as opposed to shimmering. I'm like, it's basically, are you going for shimmer or are you going for like a glow? You see, and that makes sense though. Like now that you bring that up, maybe it's just something for a different skin type. Cause like I said, I have oily skin. So I feel like when I use like, I think the, I have never used an actually liquid highlighter, but I have used like a strobe cream mm-hmm. and I feel like it just like melted into my face and didn't really do much. Right. So I think that's probably what it is too. And I think this, maybe this Supreme Frost will probably be like a middleman. And yeah, and it'll be something that, I would be more, because I never bought the Skin Frost, even though they looked 
amazing. It just never was. I was like, oh, I don't know. It is a really highlights. big pan, though. Like, it was really... It is. It was interesting to see, like, how giant it was. And I'd rather probably get, like, one of his palettes with many of his colors. Because yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to hit pan from a giant, oh, no. like, skin frost highlighter. Oh, no. But speaking of gorgeous and, like, highlighting and glittery, the new Natasha Denona gold palette is also coming out. I think it might already be out. And it's like a really pretty palette. It has golds and it has blues and I feel like it's just a very like really good color scheme. It has a lot of in between so you don't have to worry about using another palette with it. And it's perfectly timed for fall. Definitely. Gold comes out during the fall time when you see it in the leaves and you see it in everyone's makeup and their clothing. It just complements fall looks so well. And that's why I'm super excited for the palette. I just was scrolling through a couple images of it earlier, and the colors look amazing. They're really complimentary. And another palette we're really excited for is the Anastasia Beverly Hills Sultry Palette. It's so sparkly. Yes, I, I love Anastasia Beverly Hills packaging as well because they're known for that velvety, smooth out like texture. But I think this one's really fun because it's all glitter. It's like really cute. It catches your eye it's and really, it's memorable. Yeah, definitely. But I will say, like that being said... I feel like the Norvina palette had more shimmers and glitters than the Sultry palette did. So in a way, I was like, hmm, I figured, I thought this was going to be more of a glitters palette and not like the glitters and like um, matte palette. But, you know, it makes sense. You can't really do a full look with just glitters. Yeah, you need matte to complement. But I'm still excited for it. It looks mm -hmm. nice. And it has, it's a different shade or not different shade read. And it's a different color range than she's had released in the past or yeah. on other palettes. It's a very unique palette, I think, especially because I know I earlier with the glam glow or what? No, soft glam. Yeah, with earlier with the, the soft, soft glam, glam palette. palette. That looked just very repetitive to me. Too. It looked very repetitive, I and didn't I wasn't see anything. I wasn't feeling it. No, and it reminded mm -hmm. me of, and I don't know who released it first, and I don't really care who released it first, but it really reminded me of the Huda Beauty Desert Dusk palette with like oh, yeah. the same. Theme, Rose but gold. just less mm. color, so yeah. might as well go buy the Desert Beauty or the yeah. Desert Dusk palette. No, that makes sense, and it's it's also on the nose because it's like most of these beauty gurus don't know what the other people are doing, so sometimes it's just bad timing. Yeah, and that's I think that's what it was because mm -hmm. it came out within a couple months of each mm -hmm. other, and it's kind of just like don't get me wrong, they were cute color combinations, but it was kind of unfortunate timing, as you said. Yeah. And another thing that they're coming out with is their little mini lip kits, which I'm really excited for. Um, they have three colors in it, and it's I think it's Mai Tai. It's going to be... Blizzard? Yeah, Blizzard and Phantom. And I think that's the lipstick and the lip toppers. And there's like Ooh. just a little kit that it comes in, just like the minis. And I know we always talk about minis on this podcast because they're just such a good way to save money, they honestly. Are. And the best way to like try the product if you really like the product and honestly a mini lasts forever it honest. does like it really does and if you listen to the technical rules of makeup i should throw away my makeup before i even use the full size product let alone the mini yeah. so I might as well just use the mini cuz i'm never going to use the full product exactly yeah i know there's a lot of like what's the truth when like when makeup expires and i think honestly like when you're using stuff for your skin that's probably like a really important factor to like think about but i think like your lips like when it's a lipstick i feel like a lipstick doesn't really expire like i guess that's just like especially my for an actual tube thought. lipstick yeah. i feel like you can just like if you're really concerned about the germs on top you can just kind of like chop it off and yeah. then be like all right look me i recovered exactly <laughs> like cuz i can't think of like my mom 
who has had a lipstick for like years just like tossing yeah, it. She's my, like, oh, this is expired. No, yeah, my mom has happened. a lipstick that doesn't exist anymore. And it's so worn at the bottom that she doesn't even know what brand it is. And I, the packaging has gone through such a dramatic change, change. that I mm-hmm. have no idea. And she's really sick. She's almost out of it. And it's her favorite lipstick. Yeah. And that's how it goes, too. You use the same color over and over again. It's like your daily thing. Yeah. And speaking of lips, I think we're going to go into our little health segment of the day, and it's how to take care of your lips in the winter. We've already talked about how notoriously dry Sarah's skin is, so she and me both have this problem in the winter because my lips get terrible, and her lips, who are already typically dry, literally go through. They bleed. Yeah, They're terrible. A terrible like transition with the winter and the fall seasons. But I'm really proud of myself because last winter was the first winter that my lips didn't get to the point where they were cracking, so... I think I learned a couple of tricks or two, have little tricks up my sleeve for you guys to prevent your lips from cracking and bleeding. Yeah, I know one big one is what people always like forget. Like not all lip balms are for you or not all lip oh, balms no. like work. Like I know um, when I was like thinking that like, you really have to use like an ointment based lip balm. And um, when you think of like that, like what? Like an ointment based lip balm. It just means to stay away from like lip smackers yeah. and like. All of those, like, chapstick, it's not an ointment My bubblegum-flavored chapstick. Yeah, like, all of those, like, ingrained in your brain since you were, like, 12 years old, like, soda pop and, like, Coca-Cola-flavored. Like, just stay away from that. Especially if you have prone lips like myself. It's yes. not, not going to help you no. at all. And you shouldn't be licking your lips anyway. Nope. So, honestly, like, you should, like, even if you have this really delicious-tasting chapstick, like, you should not be tasting it because licking your lips just makes it ten times worse. It, it takes all the moisture already out of your lips. So, when you're looking at your chapsticks, make sure you're using an ointment-based one. And one thing that I have learned, which is super cheap and super simple, is Vaseline. Yeah, I use Vaseline all the time for my lips, whether it be like before I go to bed or I'm literally out of chapstick. Like Vaseline is a really good like substitution to not having a tube chapstick. And guess what? It's like two bucks for a giant one from oh, like, yeah. Walmart. And side note on Vaseline, too. It's a really good way to remove makeup and have your skin nice and moisturized because like we said, it's great for lips. Yes, definitely. And I just really, and I think Vaseline even came out with a chapstick brand. It did. They do so have chapstick. If you if you get a chapstick from the chapstick brand of Vaseline, it's going to be just as good. They and have like those travel. tiny little tubes. Or yeah. It's like the same packaging, but it's like Vaseline, mini. But it's like a baby. It's cute. Like, that's the only thing is like, are you a stick chapstick person or are you like a pot chapstick person? Ooh. Um, on the go, I'm definitely a stick. Ch- I have. My routine right now for my lips is I have Burt's Bees chapsticks, which those work really well for me. I know some people don't really like the Burt's Bees chapsticks because they feel waxy, but that's what protects my lips for me. I like it a lot because it, for one, I know we're talking about how smell doesn't really matter, but they smell nice. I use the Mm -hmm. pomegranate one right now. It's nice and minty. I use the stick Burt's Bees chapstick in my purse when I'm just traveling around to school, work, or whatever. But at home, I actually really like the pot chapsticks because mm-hmm. I can let it soak on my mouth and I don't have to worry about having this like well, well, caked on shiny mouth. That's so true because I think that's the one thing is like when a lipstick is really stick, um, when a chapstick is really sticky or looks kind of like a gloss, it's kind of hard for me to like put it on and like keep not, it on, like, keep it on. Because especially for somebody like me, like I don't wear makeup every day, so I feel like it'd be kind of weird if I looked like I was wearing lip gloss with like yeah. absolutely no makeup on. But and I feel like they don't moisturize as much. I feel tacky and sticky, and it's just not a comfortable feeling. But I have used Burt's and Bees, and it's really good. And another one that I've used 
is like the say yes to coconut. Oh yeah. And that's good for me because I'm I should stay away from like the menthol and base chapsticks and stuff like that because they'll over dry my lips. And so the coconut oil and stuff like that, even if you want to get coconut oil and rub like give yourself a little trip mm-hmm. me give yourself a little lip treatment at home, that would work too. But yeah. But say yes to coconut's really good. And also Blistex. But yeah, when you're getting, I was honestly about to bring that up. Yeah, Blistex has saved me a lot of heartache. But you just have to make sure because every lip, like chapstick and lip brand has their own like ingredients in all of them. So like some may have menthol in it because they're mint flavored or mint scented mm-hmm. and some may not. So you just have to be really careful when you're looking at your chapsticks. The Blistex chapstick saves me from the brink of ruin. That's the... That's the strong smelling chapstick I pull out mm-hmm. when my lips have gone to the point where they're cracked beyond relief, where it's painful. And I'm like, all right, I need to recover now. And that's when I'll pull out. Cause I, I don't know, because everyone's like, oh, the Blistex, it's not very cute. It's very like almost old person chapstick that yeah. your mom hands to you. But it works. It does. I mean, you can't argue with what works. And another thing that I've learned is... You shouldn't over scrub your lips, but you definitely should do a lip scrub like every mm-hmm. now and again. And I think that's one thing is like we're all wearing matte lipsticks now. We're all wearing they're so this, drying and they're over drying our lips and we get like a lip scrub and we're like, oh, I will do this like every day. So my lips will be nice and soft. And that's not right. Like you shouldn't do that because that's also drying your lips. Oh, yes. Yeah. And a nice, easy lip scrub if you really can't go out and buy a, a lip scrub or if you can't make your own because that's what I did a lot I would make my own lip scrub you just need sugar a teeny tiny bit of lemon juice be very careful you have sensitive skin and then just some sort of an oil yeah and then you just mix it together gently rub it in with a toothbrush but if you can't even make your own just the toothbrush on its own works yeah, just and you like can just get the flakes off yeah just mm-hmm. gentle brushing on top of your lips works yeah but you should not and i know i am really guilty of this before you should not be chewing your lips like chewing off like the flakes of your lips or like ripping off like mm-hmm. the dead skin like just don't do it it's it going to make it worse you're going to get open sores and it's going to be a terrible experience for you it's just bad so but now they have lip masks which is really cool and I love, I stand by the Nug lip mask. I thought that was super silly when I first heard of it. I was like, who's going to put a mask on their lips? Just like rub your face mask over your lips and you'll be fine. <laughs> what is this? But I, I think I got one for my birthday. It was like bundled together with a bunch of beauty products. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it out. And you feel goofy because you put, it's a thick, like it's something you would not wear out in public. Yeah. It's definitely something you do at home. It's a very thick mixture but you only need a little bit and you just rub it over your mouth and maybe a little bit over like if you were to overline your lips and you leave it on there for 20 minutes and you can feel the difference it makes as it's sitting on your mouth and you just wipe it off you don't have to wash it off you literally just grab a washcloth and just wipe it off and my lips are already 10 times smoother there's they just feel better when I use it and I stand by it now I thought it was silly and here I am eating my words yeah no that's how like that's honestly like when you think about like masks you don't you think hair masks you think face masks you don't think lip masks you know but lips are the part of your face that are super sensitive to the weather and so we really do have to take care of them especially when we're constantly wearing lipstick and we're constantly wearing lip gloss and all this stuff and just like it's a really struggle to find like that balance with your lips and if you're one of those people that wants to wear matte lipstick but like you know, my lips can't handle it they're very dry very cracked if you take good care of your lips 
you can make it so you can use these products. You can mm-hmm. use these matte lipsticks. You just need to do the proper prep work and the proper care in order before you go. And that's even even if you have healthy lips and you notice that some products don't work for you. Like I know Beauty Bakery has that smudge proof. Uh, what smudge is their hashtag? Hashtag what smudge is their tagline. And in my experience, because I do the proper setup and prep for it, is that it doesn't smudge. It doesn't. Yeah. It stays. It stays. Sorry to say it. I personally think it stays even better than Jeffree Star. And we all know how much we love Jeffree Star products. But it's tried and true. It works. It works good. And it is Jeffree approved for those curious. Mm-hmm. But what you can't do with Beauty Bakery is you can't apply chapstick, then immediately put it on. You have to put the chapstick on, let it do its magic, wipe it off, and then apply it. It needs to have a proper base. And you can't put anything on top of it either. You need to have, it's like, it's a matte lipstick. That's what it's, it's supposed to be. That's look what like. it's supposed to be. You can't put gloss on top of it to make it a glossy lipstick that's going to stick because that's not, it's going to ruin the formula. Yeah. I think that's what people forget. Like, formulas are made a certain way to look a certain way. And I know lip toppers are all the rage right now, but if you really don't know how your lipstick reacts to a lip topper, you should really, before you decide to go yeah. out, you should test it and make sure. Because exactly. I know the Huda Beauty like lip toppers, sometimes when I put it on, it literally just covers the entire lipstick. Yeah. So they're very it's, thick. It's very thick. So you have to be careful and you have to make sure like what you're using. Um, and you're going to have to expect some transfer. You like are. It's not going to be a long wear lipstick anymore. It's not a matte lipstick. You're yeah. putting a topper on it. Exactly. So it's not going to be long wear. It's going to probably, it's going to have your shiny finish. So you're just going to have to come to terms that the next time you like drink some of your Coke or like take a bite out of a burger, like there goes your lipstick. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like um, we really touched on like how to take care of your lips and lip masks. And I think one thing that, it's really common nowadays are like lip fillers and like lip plumping. Yeah, that's you see that all the time in Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you see a beauty influencer. If they're using a lipstick video to promote, most of the time it's lips that have been lip, in, lip injected. Yeah. And it's like, that's interesting to me. Like, obviously, neither of us have money for lip fillers. No. <laughs> like, we wish, like, that'd be kind of cool. But it's also, I'm always wondering, like, how. Is there a different kind of care system for when you have like lip fillers? Like that's I th- what I would like to know because I know for when applying matte lipstick, why a lot of people do like the lip fillers, and because it gets rid of the wrinkles in your lips that naturally mm-hmm. exist, and it you can build the shape you want without having to use lip liner mm-hmm. to shape your lips how you want. You can like build it on your own with the lip injections. You have to keep up with them. It's yeah. not something it's a one and done deal. You have to keep going back. They only last for a couple months. You have to keep getting them filled because they're. It's like a gel. It's like a collagen gel, I believe, and it dissolves. Your lips will dissolve down, and it goes shrinks back to your natural size, which is a little concerning for me because I wonder, like, is it does it dissolve and go away? Yeah, what's going on there? But Mm -hmm. and that's occasionally you'll find an Instagram video or photo where you'll see they'll actually apply lipstick on natural lips, and I'm not saying. Natural lips are the best lips, or natural lips are better than injected lips, because honestly, I think both are beautiful. But you can see that the lipstick does settle in differently. It settles into those fine lines into your lips. So if you're someone that has a lot of lines in your lips, your lipstick isn't going to look the same as, I think her name's Ashley MUA. She has gorgeous lips. 
I'm not sure if they're she got lip injections or not, but she has those thick, soft, big, yeah. soft, no lines, and it looks amazing. I love watching her videos, but it's not your net average everyday lip. Yeah, it's not as practical as what most of us are working with. And I think um, if we can't afford lip injections, I think a really good like alternative is just like lip plumping mm-hmm. glosses. Now, I don't, I've never seen a lip plumping matte lipstick or at least one that works well. I feel like if you do want a lip plumping, you'll have to have a gloss of some sort because it needs to soak into your lips mm-hmm. and it can't be instantly drying. I know Too Faced's um, lip injection and extreme lip injection works really well, but so does um, Buxom's, does. Buxom's and Sexy Mother Pucker, which is yeah. um, one where they have like the pillow lip. And all those are really good alternatives if you can't afford a lip injection, just a nice little just something to plump up and boost. And then you can go ahead and line your lips as you want and do the whole like lip contour if you're really into it. They do tingle a lot, though. Yes, they do. Like when you put these on your mouth, expect tingle because I think it's it's some kind of menthol. So if you do have really dry lips, you have to make sure like. You do you, your proper you, care. You do your proper care, and you make sure you know what is in these, like, plumpifying things. And do not apply them if you have cracked or broken lips, and do not apply them if you have, like, an open cut on your lip because it will hurt it will and hurt. it will maybe get infected. Yes, definitely. So just make sure you're taking all the proper procedures if you want to make your lips look nice, big, and plump um, And when you're using those products because they are kind of risky products. They're not, like, they're trying to alter the way you look, so it's not really gonna be a simple there you go and done and if you're like me and have a cold allergy just simply eating a popsicle will give you those nice plump lips because they're swollen from the contact with the cold so a little fun fact there for everyone and i'm going to tell you right now something i do not agree with and something that you should be really weary of is do you remember the kylie like lip challenge thing with the cups that That you should not be doing and i know there's something on the market right now that's like an apple and you suck your lip into it, and it's, like, the same concept, do not do that. It like, looks painful. It's bad for your lips because you are busting capillaries to get that swollen look. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, you might get, like, lip nice lips for, like, a day or two, and then the next day, like, the next day you Bruise might have lips. bruises around your lips. And no amount of concealer is, like, going to no. take that away. And it's going to hurt. Immature levels. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah. So, just when you're going for a healthy, beautiful lip look, just remember, proper care is everything. And if you want a bigger lips, you know, it's a lip liner. You have lots of form. options. You have lots of options. You don't have to just, like, wish for lip fillers. <laughs> no. You can do. You can make things work. And so, now it's time for tea time. If you guys haven't heard before, this is where we talk about all the gossip in the beauty industry and basically the latest what's happening and who's shading who. And we're sipping on that tea. We are. We are sipping on that tea because guess what? Laura Lee is back. She posted a video two days ago titled Let's Chat with the Date. Yeah. So she's chatting up. This is her apology video. To her apology video. It's still only three minutes long. It's like three minutes and 40 <laughs> seconds, so I'm not, as you can tell, I'm not too impressed. I am I am just baffled, honestly. I never thought that somebody could apologize three times and still not get it right. And she should have left the old videos up. Yeah. I mean, granted, they've been reposted everywhere. Yeah, so we don't have to worry but, about them disappearing. <laughs> yeah, them disappearing. But 
she should have left them up. That would have been, I don't know. To me, that was still kind of like, oh, you're going to delete your old three-minute video to post your new three-minute video. Yeah, like she said, she's like, oh, I'm really embarrassed. I made myself a victim. But that's the thing, though. Like, you're embarrassed now because you've talked to people. And, and you were called seen, out. And you were called out and you have your fans' reaction, so you're embarrassed. But that is who you are. That is who you are as a person. Yeah. You made yourself a victim when other people were upset with what you did you cried and you were hoping crying would solve it you wanted to meet your audience at their level and just feel really emotional and really just like pull their heartstrings and it didn't work yeah you can't that's not the point of an apology and i know we've beaten this dead horse <laughs> yes definitely but the point of an apology video is to apologize it's yeah. not to save face it's mm-hmm. not to Oh, I didn't know Me any too. better. I never meant to make you guys cry. No, that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be an apology taken taken as it is. Yeah. And whether your audience accepts it or not mm-hmm. is another thing that you could address. But the fact of the matter is not everyone has to accept an apology. Yeah. Even in your daily life, if someone was to hurt you and they apologized. It's at your discretion whether you want to accept the apology or not. I know it's like polite culture to accept, accept. apologies as they are, but you don't have to. You no. don't have to accept an apology. See, that's not who I am as a person. I am a big BS detector. Like, if you apologize to me or whatever and you're not sincere, like, okay, bye. Like, I was always told, only apologize if you mean it. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be apologizing to people if you don't mean it because you're not going to change anything in your actions. You're not. It's just not how it goes. And I know she was talking about how she was in a dark place or whatever. I know it's, uh, to me, it still seemed reminiscent of I'm I'm trying to save face. I'm going to keep, like, blaming the circumstances on something else instead of blaming it on myself. Like, I'm going to blame it on the circumstances surrounding me, not me, actually. Exactly. Which, like... I understand, like, there's only so much she can do, but I would have been happy if she would have just left her crying apology video up. She'd get... We would have moved on. We would have moved on. Maybe I would have bought in her some of her makeup now, but, like, her posting another pic, like, another video... And deleting the other ones. And deleting the other ones, like, posting this video saying, okay, third time's the charm, people are gonna love me again, just shows, like, she's only doing this to get her audience back. Yeah, that's the only reason she's doing this. She will apologize as many times as she needs to to get that audience back because she wants to be the good guy. Mm -hmm. She wants to be loved again. And I know it's uncertain at the moment if this tweet is connected with her new apology video. But on the same day that her video was released, uh, Jeffree Star tweeted, a real queen never tries to outshine another queen. And uh, most people in the industry believe that he's uh, tossing shade at Laura Lee, yeah. but it's unconfirmed and he hasn't touched back on it yet. But. Yeah. It's honestly, that's one thing I do love about Jeffrey. He's opinionated and he's loud. So it's like, we'll know. We'll know in a couple of days. He's oh, like, yeah. on his Snapchat, like, oh, yeah, this is what I think of this. Because he has nothing to lose now. Like, that's this is the first time where people are actually seeing her as he believes she was. And I think this is the first time, too, in the makeup industry beef world where Jeffrey hasn't really caught in flack. Because yeah. in almost every other of his feuds, the Kat Von D feud, mm-hmm. the Nikki Tutorials feud, 
most of the other ones he's been in, there's They're always like, been oh, like, it's oh, it's reasonable. Oh, like, you know, Jeffrey did stuff wrong too. Kev Von D did stuff wrong. Nikki Tutorials did stuff. Everyone's doing stuff wrong. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, okay, I'm just kind of like living my life. And uh, granted, in the past, yeah, he did do stuff wrong. He, but he's come to accept his grievances and it is what it is. And he did it in a way that the public viewed acceptable. And yeah. you know, I've accepted it too. Whatever. He's moved on. We all moved on. But allowing yourself to keep wallowing in this mm-hmm. is just what's keeping it alive. Yeah, make it old news. That's the yeah. thing. Do your apology video. Realize not everybody's buying it. Then make another video. Maybe not about makeup. Maybe yeah. about you reaching out to a fan that was there for you. Maybe about you talking to your parents or talking to your friends yeah, and asking it. them, like, how did this make you feel like I'm sorry I put you through this Shane Dawson it yeah honestly <laughs> gosh though like Shane Dawson it all the way because Shane Dawson knows what he's doing he's recovered he's a respected member of the YouTube community he's a respected member of the YouTube community because he knows he's not perfect and he's like constantly belittling he's constantly belittling himself but in a funny dramatic way that we all enjoy which is kind of yeah. sad but it happens and I think that's the missing piece for Laura Lee is she just hasn't figured it out no she's lost so much already that she's like I want to do anything in my power to get it back yeah oh well my people want me to be sorry oh I was sorry that sorry wasn't good enough I'll be sorry again but sorry better like how she could easily keep even if she didn't Shane Dawson it like we were talking about she could easily just go back and keep producing content Mm because people would keep watching it yeah, people like, would keep watching it. She still has loyal fans. If you go on her Laura Lee, whatever her page or her her beauty brand, the Laura Laura Lee Los Angeles, they she has people begging in the comments like, "Please come back, we miss you." Blah blah blah. Like yeah. just because your reach isn't as big as it used to be, it's still there, and you can rebuild. Just yeah. get there. Just get there. You Move on. To, that's the thing, though. You have to be. You have to settle for not being best. Yeah, you have to settle. For being known as a bad guy in this situation. And then recover and, and change public. This isn't going to happen that's, oh, okay, we forgive her. Overnight. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it is, too. It's like, you cannot expect everyone to be a fan of you. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's especially after a situation like this. And you will apologize. You will get some people that accept your apology. And you will get a majority of people that call you out yeah. and not want to hear it anymore. At this point, the people who still like her still like her. The people who don't like her don't like her. People have chosen which way they want to go with her. You just need to take it and then keep going. Because yeah. maybe you can win people back. Maybe you can get new people. I mean, there's new generations that everyone likes to talk about that are getting into makeup. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Just- well, that's the thing, too. It's like I feel like when they basically threw everybody they knew under the bus, they threw each other under the bus. Like They don't have friends anymore in the no. beauty community. I mean, they don't. Gabrielle Zamora and Nikita Dragon are still friends, but also they're the ones that got the most the, slack, I feel. Yeah, they got basically like a slap on the wrist compared to mm-hmm. Manny MUA and uh, Laura Lee. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like they were such good friends, and now both of them are being looked at in such a negative light. And then they don't want to interact with each other either mm-hmm. anymore because they're both in a negative life and they're yeah. both social climbers and they're trying to get recover recover and do what's best. And it's just really interesting to me because both of them did a couple apology videos. Yeah, they made multiple attempts. And that's funny to me because it's like 
you can demonize Jeffree Star and you can demonize Shane Dawson for the mistakes they've made in the past. But both of them, when they made their apology videos, they were like, okay, this is it. I'm sorry. I'm going to continue with my content. If you don't want to watch my content, that's fine. I understand. I've disappointed you. And they kept going. And they're done. And they've recovered because they know they are going to lose people. And they mm-hmm. understand that they don't deserve everybody's eyes. No. And they don't deserve everybody's love. And I think coming from this beauty guru who was always loved and who was starting feuds with Jeffrey and who was who had people on her side because Jeffrey was just so unlikable in his bluntness and his like brashness that she not only in this is she deemed a liar now everybody's like oh well yeah she, she no longer right. has the appearance of America's southern sweetheart yeah and she doesn't know what to do with it I mean it'd be different if that was actually her brand yeah, but that it it wasn't you. No, it, wasn't it wasn't your brand, so it doesn't. It's at the, right now. It it's over. Just move on. Yeah, that's how I feel too. It's like I'm. It's we bring it up because it's it's important to know. Like these are our influencers. These are people who mm-hmm. we've watched since we were like thirteen years old, and this is where we learn learned most of our stuff from. Yeah. So I know I learned a lot of my stuff from like Manny MUA, which is funny considering. Like, I didn't really get into makeup until, like, my senior year of high school and, like, mm-hmm. my most of my college. So it's like, yeah, I go back and I'm like, well, I learned so much from you guys. But that's the thing. It's like you're not all or nothing. Like, there are so many different people out there that can teach me some even better and some even more tactical than now. And I think it's just important for all of us to, like, keep in mind, like, there is so much talent in the beauty community that we have not given a chance yet. Exactly. There's so many aspiring Instagrammers, so many aspiring YouTubers who are trying to make it. And some of them have, like, kind of made it, mm-hmm. but they just, they, it's and slow. do they deserve to be skyrocketed, like Jeffree Star, Kat Von D, and all these easily recognizable names? Yeah, maybe, but also maybe not, when we just don't know. Yeah, because some people are not, there to make their own brands. Mm-hmm. I know that's like in beauty guru world, it's like, oh, I've made a brand, I've made it. Yeah. Like this is what it is. But some people don't want that. No. Like people like Jeffree Star who really enjoy science and the formula and really enjoy bringing out a product and knowing how that works. Yes, that works for him. And you can see it works for him too because he doesn't have this crazy huge line of I releasing everything. I have foundations, concealers, powders, blah, 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 blah. He takes time to cultivate one thing that works really, really, really well and keeps improving and building upon it. And that's why he only has, okay, he has the two, it's only two eyeshadow palettes, right? No, oh, he has, I think he has four now. Four now? Oh, I'm falling behind. Four. Yeah, Slacking. it's um, Beauty Killer was the first. It was the first one he came out with. Then it was Androgyny. Then he had his Thirsty Palette, which was his Summer Palette, and then Blood Sugar, which he is going to, I think he's going to launch another palette. Launch- but he's the taking the time. Business, he only yeah. has lipsticks, That's eyeshadows, four palettes and what like highliners five, and like five yeah, years, five, in like years. five years, something so, like yeah. that. Because what the last time I kept up with his makeup lines mm-hmm. actively was probably maybe my freshman year. Now I'm in my sophomore year, so yeah. that's two palettes in four years. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's hard to wait because people think if you wait, you become irrelevant. But it's like that there's other He's doing fine. things to do. Yeah, I mean, maybe you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket, you know? And I think that's why she was scared. Like, all of her life and livelihood is in YouTube and a fan base in AdSense. Yeah. So it's like, if you mess with your money, like, 
you're gonna be scared. Like that's how and it's she's gonna work. She's scared and she just needs it's time for her to accept that it is what it is. People have already made their decisions. They're not gonna change their decisions unless she does something else that convinces them and these videos aren't convincing anyone. She needs to move on from what she's currently doing. Yeah. And I think that's for all of us. I feel like this is probably going to be like one of the last times we bring up this feud because I think it is done. I think, I think it's, it's over. Really, it's over. I think it doesn't matter. If she comes out with like the best makeup ever. I don't think I'm ever going to be impressed with her. Yeah. I just don't think it will happen. And um, Manny MUA is kind of like trailing off too. I don't mm-hmm. think anything really big has happened with him. And I mean, there's so many other people to wait for like, there's so many companies that actually have like great products. Like I feel like I like to support people that I follow on YouTube, but if I don't follow you anymore, I don't have to support you. Like there's yeah. nothing in your in there's your line that really wow speaking me. to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all we have time for today. Um, this was Pucker Up, and you can catch up every Tuesdays. And next week we're actually gonna take a moment and we're gonna talk about eyebrows. That's Sarah's absolute favorite thing to it's talk my about, baby. and the most amazing thing she knows how to do. So we're really excited to talk about eyebrows, the proper ways to do them, maintain fix them, them, maintain do them. Others. I yes, we got it all down for you, all down for you in eyebrows. And you can follow me on Instagram at gg underscore padilla ninety seven, and you can follow me on Instagram at sarah bbuck spelled sarah no space no underscore b i e b u y c k. And you were listening to pucker up. 